and the Golden Goose, more job openings near you, and why all good things must come to an end. This is the 108 Stitches Podcast. I feel like you said why all good things come to an end before. I I don't think I have. I, I feel like it was rather new, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds familiar. But yeah, we're back. Another podcast. Just the two of us. Disclaimer. Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if Fun we fact. try. Just the two of us. Fun fact. Everyone just logged off because I started singing. I know, yeah. Freaking pancake. I used to really like that song. Shout out to my dad. Wow. Everything just came full circle. We're not even a minute into this, and I you're know. getting this quality A-plus content. Yeah, there you go. Hey, disclaimer, my voice is shot from hey, the weekend. Hey, same. My voice. Will, why are our voices shot from the weekend? We just spent... I don't know why they call it the Buffalo Tournament, because we, we weren't in Buffalo at all. We were, we were in beautiful Niagara Falls, New York. Hell yeah. Oh, it was so good. Had a lot of fun. We literally stayed... Not even five minutes from the falls. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. The falls were beautiful. And possibly the nicest hotel I've ever been in. Honestly, I can get behind that statement. I've stayed at a couple of nice hotels while I travel and stuff, but that that's definitely up there. Nicest hotel I've stayed at is like a Best Western. So that for Oof. me, that was like, <laughs> that was far and away the best hotel I've yeah, ever stayed in. What was it, a Double Tree or something? Double Tree by Hilton. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was sick. That was a lot of fun. Um yeah, we, we played played some Ultimate Frisbee. We, we got there around like 10 on Friday, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday, we woke up at the ass crack of dawn. Too early. Way too early. And then Slept hit, on some floors. Yeah, that was fun for my back. And mm-hmm. I've already had a lot of neck and back pain recently, and that just that felt really good. And playing Frisbee and sleeping on floors don't help. Yeah, and uh, yes, yeah, so we played Saturday. In the first three games, it didn't rain. I was really surprised. And then it did start raining. And then it poured against a really rough game. Like, we played a really rough team. That was, that was hard. And then, and then we went 3-0 Sunday. What a day, man. Sunday. Oh, man. That's the day where we lost our voices. Sun- yeah. That was so fun. I've never screamed like that in my entire life. Oh, my God. I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Overall, good weekend, though. We're back at it, though. We we got to apologize though we've ca- we were kind of off the ball this weekend because oh we didn't post it all this weekend. yeah because we were busy doing our thing yeah. with the frisbee but we're back now just in time for the playoffs to start yeah so. we we did a lot of stuff obviously happened this weekend mm-hmm. just because the end of the season a lot, a lot of tying knots a lot of why all it's yeah. why all good things must come to an end well that was so, the point of that let's. We're going to give you our playoff prediction. Let's just tell you what happened, though, and who's who's in right now. Um, not going to lie, mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed by how, like, I was so excited to have, like, a really amazing race coming up toward the end. And it just... And all the races just fell short. Yeah. And that's why baseball is so unpredictable, man. You can't see this stuff coming. A month ago, look at the NL wild card. Yeah. There were, like, five or six teams still in it. And now yeah. that was decided before the AL one was. That's Which pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah. We thought for sure Ale was a lock, and we were we were gonna see maybe a game one sixty three in that. Nah, I want to see one so bad. I want to see a very confusing wild card scenario one yeah, of these years. That'd be so fun. Where we got like four teams tied, and then someone's tied for division lead. Like I want to yeah. see all of this weird stuff happen. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. But uh, let's preview what's going on tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, Milwaukee and Washington. That's very interesting. So very, we got Brendan Woodruff against Max Scherzer. The game is in Washington. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, TBS. Hear me Tune out. Tune in. 
I know the Nationals don't perform in the playoffs. They don't. They're they're zero and six. So, and I know Milwaukee's just on an insane tear. Mm-hmm. I know they had a really easy schedule at the end of the season, but still, they've been really getting they've behind. They've performed without Yelich. Yeah. So that that's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting series. I mean, I think you're going to see Scherzer bring it, but Brandon Woodruff is a very underrated and very good pitcher. So it's going to – I think it's, you're going to see a low-scoring game. I, I I don't see there being more than a team scoring four runs this game. I agree. I, I mean, here the that. only way I see it, though, is if the Brewers can attack the Nationals' bullpen because that's their weakest link. Yep. So The Brewers have a really good bullpen, too. So Yeah, so I, I – th- Personally, I'm going to take the Brewers in this game. I think Woodruff's yeah, a good I'm pitcher. I'm the Brewers, too. I think even though the Nationals have the home field advantage and they do have arguably one of the best pitchers of the decade on the mound, I personally just think that the Nationals are just going to fall through. Yeah, I think I the Nationals' dynasty is slowly ending as well. So, Yeah, let me get a piece of paper so we can write our predictions down. Yeah, you do that. I'll keep, sit here and keep talking. About the next up, the series that's coming up on Wednesday, 8 o'clock. I believe ESPN it is on. It is the Tampa Bay Rays against the Oakland Athletics. And that's going to be a really good game. The game is in Oakland, which I personally really like because the Coliseum, I've said this a million times on this podcast. If you've listened to every episode, you've heard it every time. But the Coliseum is one of the loudest and craziest places in the postseason. And they deserve a great postseason game will just left the room so now i'm just going to keep talking i'm really sorry um but yeah uh the rays have charlie morton pitching the a's haven't announced sorry, he's pitching yet oh wow five minutes later he's back but anyway we'll take over i'm out of breath yeah, no, i'm sorry um i'm really excited i know pancake really wanted the to see a Rays and a's matchup um honestly i feel like the a's are going to go with the whole opener thing but no, the the Rays, I think, are going to do the opener. Yeah, that Even with Morton pitching, I, I feel like you're going to see Morton and then like Blake Snell come out of nowhere. I bet. And I, I kind of hope that that would be really cool. Um, let me write down. So, NL. NL yeah, so I'm really excited because, I don't know, it, it's going to be at the Coliseum. I want to watch both wild card games. We're watching both wild card games. I know, I'm games. so excited. Um, who is it? It's... Milwaukee. Milwaukee against Washington. I'm taking Milwaukee. You're taking Milwaukee. Yeah. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. I feel I feel like so such a loser now because I didn't prepare this. We basically just ran up here and hit record. Yeah, honestly, so. though. That's what usually happens, though. But So it's Houston. Let's talk about the last matchup, though. Uh, Atlanta, and that's going to – oh, my God. I well, can't wait, wait, wait for this. Can year. we go back and who – Let's talk Rays Ace some more. We got to talk about who's going to win that because okay, that's going to okay, happen okay. first. That's happening first. Let's not, Will, let's not put right, the right, cart right. before sorry, the sorry, horse. I just, that's going to be such an amazing series. But Tampa Bay, Oakland, I, I'm taking Oakland. I'm going to take, why are you taking Oakland? I don't know, man. I just, being at the Coliseum, like obviously last year they were at Yankee Stadium. And obviously they're not the same team. But just I know that home ballpark is just going to play insane. You know, I uh, MLB released their attendance numbers today, and the A's were like 27th. But I tell you right now, Wednesday night, that stadium is just going to be full of green and gold. For sure, And man. it is going to be the most loud and intimidating ballpark in the postseason. 
I that, can't wait. Like every, like I remember A's making the postseason 2012, 2013. And that's why I kind of picked the A's as my AL team. That place is insane yes. in the playoffs. And I'm so excited to see that there again. So I think I think it's gonna be a good game though. That's gonna be I think that's gonna be a better game than the NL one. Really? I think it's gonna be a closer game, and I think it's just gonna be I think you're gonna see more dynamic moment moments happen in that game I in comparison that. to the NL wildcard. I can see game. that. I can see that. So all right. Let's move to the division series now. Starting the AL. Um, Twins Yankees. I now, mean, we're going to run through the word. This is our postseason prediction. We're going to run through our version of what we want to see. So obviously gonna, I'm not going to take the twins. I really want to see a nice quick series. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. So I don't have to worry about it, but it's definitely be a very offensive series. First team to 10 runs in the game really wins. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean, Obviously, the Yankees' weakness is their is their starters, but same goes for the Twins. Game one, throw Sevy out there. Who's the twin starter? Their uh, ace, uh, Barrios, Barrios. Oh, uh, Barrios, yeah. yeah, Jose Barrios, yeah. That'll uh, that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game, yeah. Um, I'm just hoping Sevy can be on the ball. After that, it's kind of a hit or miss situation. I know the Twins will probably throw Jake Odorizzi game two. Mm-hmm. And I'm just. I wonder throw. if it's going to be Tanaka or Paxton. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing the righty lefty. So if they throw pa- Paxton, was the second Yankee ever to win ten in a row, mm-hmm. behind Ron Guidry, I think. So that'll be interesting. So if they do Sevi Paxton Tanaka, That's I'd like that. Compared to Barrios Odorizzi and whoever the eight uh, the. Twins are gonna throw it as the third. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like it's obvious who they'd throw, but I just don't know it off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, um, but I, I'm gonna take the Yankees in four. Really? I'll take the Yankees in four. Okay. I think it's gonna be a very offensive-driven series for sure. But like, I, I can't. I think every game, each team's gonna have more than three runs. There's, there's, gonna, there's not gonna be any dominant pitching. I think you're gonna see very high-scoring games. Their series when they played. In July was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Oh my! That was God. a playoff preview. Yeah. I remember it was it was so random. I was I was up. I don't know why I was up so late. Maybe I was like playing Fortnite or something. But I was up, <laughs> I was up so late over the summer. And I know I had work. No, 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 no. I had camp early the next day because I was going to go to camp, and I was watching the game and it was like midnight and I was going to go to bed and I got a note because it was like a blowout and I got a notification on my phone that. Like it was close. Like Didi made it close, like a one or two run game. And now I hop on, I was watching it, and they tied it. And I FaceTime Rob because Rob texted me. And me and Rob, Rob. watched me and Rob watched the last of the game together. It went to like the tenth or eleventh inning and then Hicks made that sick catch. Mm. Oh my god. So it's gonna be a good series for sure. I'm taking Yankees in four. Will, what's your prediction? I'll say Yankees in four. All right. For all right. sure. So that said, Houston versus Oakland. That uh, <laughs> listen, the A's are my AL team, but Houston. Here, keep in mind. Let, let's put something in perspective here. Houston and the A's played a series a couple weeks ago, and the Astros absolutely destroyed the A's in yes, one game. They did. But then the they A's did. won like the next three. Yeah, and the A's they got destroyed that first game, and then the they, A's won twenty to seven. Yeah, and then so, they won two more games after that. I think. Yeah. So like. The A's find a way to get it done. I, I 
You see Astros in five? Yeah, I'm going to say Astros in five, too. I think the A's are going to pull some magic out, but the games one, two, and five are in Houston. Like, they get the home field and advantage. And all three of those will either be Verlander or Cole. Verlander, Cole, Granky. Like, one, two is going to be Verlander, Cole. Game three is going to be Granky. And let's, if they're down in the series, Verlander's going game four. Yep. They're and not pitching Cole, Wade Miley. And then Cole, game, game five. Yeah. So, like, that's crazy. You're not if if that's the case, you're not going to see Wade Miley pitch until the ALCS. Yep. All right, so Astros in five. Let's jump to the National League side of things. Braves Cardinals. This is an interesting that's series. That's going to be really really fun. It's very interesting. Uh, Cardinals side of things. Jack Flaherty second half ERA under two, uh, under one actually. Excuse me. Yeah. Didn't he close out the season really awesome yesterday? Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah. Um, what else is there? See, I've, I got to call myself out really quick. I've obviously been very against yeah. the Cardinals all season. I didn't think they'd make it this far, but I'm, su- I'm surprised. But at the same time, like Braves are a really good team. Yeah. Yeah. They really Jack Flaherty's are been team. really good, but I mean, is he starting game one? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. with how he's pitched. He's absolutely going to be starting okay, game so. one against, I think it, Braves pitchers, Soroka, maybe Soroka game one, maybe Fulty game one. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing someone so obvious in that Braves rotation. I feel like looking it up. <laughs> I don't feel like looking it Listen, correct us if we're wrong on stuff. We're not looking it up right now. Yeah. Um, I know that'll be very interesting. Um, um, trying to think. Uh, Braves have games one, two, and five at home. So. See, like. Acuna is going to be good. I He's going to be good for the series. I want to pick the Braves, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals take it. He, see, I kind of agree to an extent because if there was one team that's going to be that sneaky team in the postseason, Cardinals. Cardinals, yep, by far. But, and I'm going to get flack for this because I was told the other day that I shit on the Cardinals too much. Mm-hmm. But, like my one buddy told me that apparently I shit on the Cardinals too much. But, Braves in four. Oof. Wow. I think the Braves have a deeper lineup. I think they have yeah. a deeper bullpen. I think their starting rotation starting rotations a notch better. You know, you got th- you know Soroka's there, you know Keiko's there, you know Fulton Nevich is there. Mm-hmm. There's definitely more people I'm missing. I would love to see a game five though. A game five in that series would probably be the most interesting out of all the division series. Yep. But I'm taking Braves in four. Okay. What's okay. your take? I want to see a game five, and I really think you could get to a game five. But what, what's your take? I really know this is really tough because I really think both teams are awesome. Um, I think the Braves had a better have a better shot of beating the Dodgers, though. So I'll take Braves in five. Braves in five. Okay, okay. So let's look at the other National League series, which is Dodgers versus Brewers, who we picked. Yes. So Dodgers. Dodge. Yeah, I got to. But get, it's not going to be easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and say now Dodgers in four, and here's why. There's gonna be a game where the Dodgers bullpen implodes. That's their that's their yep. downfall. That's yep. their downfall. They have, their bullpen this year was not that good. Kenley Jansen had an ERA in the threes this year, I believe. Yeah. A dominant closer. He did not have a good year. Joe Kelly didn't have a good year. Their bullpen in general just didn't have a good year. But it's the Dodgers. That lineup 
is so deep. Yep. That's that's their main perk, and their pitching is still good. You know, Kershaw, even though he's quote unquote on the decline, still had like an ERA of around no, three. Kershaw, Kershaw really did well this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryu, ERA leader. Walker Bueller's legit. They have a really good front end, and but now here's the thing: if the Brewers still have yet, if the Brewers still had Yelich, does that change anything? I think so. Really? Well, here it's hard to 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 do the what ifs because, like, who knows if they would have not to say Yelich would have changed the way that they played, but they they won their 17 or 19 or whatever, like something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. They so just they like, took advantage of an easy schedule up. Right. It's it would tough. it would they're missing that's a that's the biggest piece. part of their lineup. Yeah, so yeah, it it would change with the Yelich. I feel like it would be a, another five game series, but I Dodgers and four. Dodgers and four. All right. Let's jump ahead. Hey. ALCS. Yankees Astros, the twenty seventeen rematch. I've said it once and I'll say it again. I will be extremely depressed if the Yankees lose in the ALCS to the Astros. I mean, yeah. Because I've seen it once, and that's why I hate the Astros with everything inside of me. I hate the Astros. Mm -hmm. And I've already seen it once, but it's just I don't know how the Yankees – I mean, the Yankees' offense is awesome. They have the most home runs on the season. But like, see, I, there's two major differences between the lineups. The Yankees are the home run lineup. Mm-hmm. The Astros are the kind more folk. Not mo, I got to figure out my words here. They hit home runs, but they also do other things. The Yankees hit a lot of home runs. You know, right? But Ast- you'll, with the Astros, you'll see double, single, walk, single, home run. You know, but it, like it's hard. It's really hard. Like this is why I'm worried. The Yankees are a home run, basically a home run or nothing team. Mm-hmm. And they're facing the top two pitchers in baseball, game d- one and game two. They they are. We'll dig into more of that top two pitching later on because that those guys are legit. But also, dude, you still have Zach Granke you have to face. Like, that's not a small task either. I know. But those three pitchers do not – I mean, Verlander gave up a lot of home runs this year, but like – but still, he was Justin it's Verlander. Justin Verlander. I know. Those three also, are insane. If if a pitcher didn't give up more than 15 home runs this year, then he did not play a full season. I know. I feel like every pitcher gave up a lot of home runs yeah, this year. Yeah, so what I'm trying to get at, like, the Yankees being a home run team, the Astros being not a home run team facing... They still have, they still have home runs there. I know, but the Astros being a contact team facing... Mm, that's the word I was looking facing for. Facing Sevy, Tanaka, and Paxton is a lot better than the Yankees trying to hit home runs against Verlander, Cole, and Granke. And I think there are times where that's going to work for the Yankees. Yeah. But that, that'll that also be their downfall because with get, the home runs come the if strikeouts, they get too. to the pen, I'll feel more comfortable, obviously, than facing... I don't know. It's going to be really... I could totally see it going to a Game 7 again, like, for sure. You're not going to like what I'm about to say. No, let's... Because here's my prediction. I'll look you dead in the eyes, Will. Astros in six. I thought you were going to say like four or five, and I was going to punch you right in the face. Wow. Wow. But that series is going to go. Here's the thing. I think 
the Astros are going to get. I think the first two games that are in Houston are going to the Astros. Yep. But the Yankees will strike when they go home. Mm-hmm. The Astros will pick up a game at some point, but the Yankees will strike well, when they're at home. In 2017, I, it was the Astros won both in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yankees won all three in. Yeah, they had. They New did York. have the series lead at one point. Yes. Yes. So I think though that. The Yankees. I think Game Three. The Yankees will go off. I think they're. Yeah. I think they'll attack who's at, whoever is pitching, and go off. Probably Granky. Assuming they did well against him when he when he was on the Diamondbacks mm. the day he got traded. They did really well against. There's a him. difference between pitching for the Diamondbacks and pitching for I the know, Astros. I know. I know. But they they did well against him. Yeah, I'm um, taking Astros in six. What's your prediction? Yankees in seven. Wow, you heard it here first. Oh boy, we're gonna this will be interesting. All right, all right. Our first disagreement. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna pick the Astros to beat the if Yankees. The, if so. you pick the Yankees to win the World Series, I swear. All credibility is lost. <laughs> Fun fact, that's exactly what I'm doing, so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> National League side of things. Dodgers Braves. This this would be a really good series. <laughs> yes. This would be yes, a lot of would. fun. This is um, what I want to see. I don't know, man. I really don't. Your chair is making a lot of noise, My chair, too. I'm moving a lot tonight. That's all. I'm just <laughs> sitting. I'm in a swivel chair, and I'm just swiveling tonight. It's um, making a lot of noise. I don't know if the mic's picking it up or not. I'm not using the sensitive mic tonight. Right, right. If I was using that mic, it would definitely be picking this up. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, all right, here we go. Lineups, both of them are very deep. Yep. But, oh, my. You know, the Braves might have a slight, very slight advantage here. Dude, very I, slight. I want to pick the Braves, man. I want to – as a Met fan, it hurts me to pick the Braves. And – Trust me, as in real life, like watching these games, I'm probably going to be rooting against the Braves, but a little part of me is going to be rooting for them because they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. As a baseball fan, I want to watch the fun teams. Hear me out, though. Mm-hmm. I can totally see, and like MLB would profit so hard off of this Los Angeles and New York series, like World Series. See, my problem with that. And this isn't going to come to a surprise, definitely, to you. I don't like those big series. I want to see the underdog teams. I want to see the second-tier city teams. Like, I MLB would make a lot of money off a Dodgers-Yankee series. But to me, I'm just like, I don't, I would, it would be a good series, but I just wouldn't find that fun, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, the dream, do you want to know what the Dream World Series is? Oakland, Florida, what? Rays and Diamondbacks. Yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> like, listen, Met fan, I want to see the Mets get in the World Series, blah, blah, blah. But a Rays Diamondbacks World Series at some point in my life would be so cool. <laughs> it's a two city, two small cities. Like, well, hey, it them. would be Montreal and. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, let's get baseball back to Montreal full time. Let's do that. See, here's the, here's Wait, the thing. Time out real quick. I don't know if this is where you were going with it, but if when the Rays do that split, and they get to the postseason, are they playing yeah, in no, Tampa I was or are they about, playing in Montreal? I was just about to ask that. I, Literally, that was about – that was just what I was going to say. That I, I, I don't can know. totally see them doing Montreal. 
Let's just bring back an Expos team. Let's bring back the Montreal Expos. You know, real quick, real quick. I know we're going off topic here a little bit. If a team comes back to Montreal and they're not named the Expos, I'm going to have a problem. Wait. See, this is the only problem I have with the Rays doing Montreal. I guess it makes sense, but you have two AL East teams in Canada. It's not a problem. It's not a problem, but it should be like one NL East and mm. one AL That's East. That's how it used to be when the Expos were around, yeah. Yeah. So it's do they You could fl- you could make the argument that it becomes the AL Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. Or call me crazy and you're not gonna like this. What if they flipped the team Rays to the NL East and took an NL East, NL East team into the AL? No. No? Who who would they flip, Will? I don't know. Are you flipping the Marlins in the AL East? Because here's the thing. You're obviously not going to flip the Mets. That's a Wait, s- you could totally flip the Marlins because they would be losing the AL East Florida team. But then you wouldn't have an AL East, uh, NL East team in Florida. But yeah, I don't know. That that's why we don't work for baseball, Will. That's why yeah. we just talk about it. Facts. <laughs> but anyway, Braves-Dodgers. What's the prediction? It's... This is a seven-game series in my opinion. Dodgers in seven. Braves in seven. Yeah. So we have two very different World Series. All right, Will. World Series time. Let's hear your case. Dodgers-Yankees World Series. Talk about it. Who wins? Let's hear it. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pick the Dodgers here. And I'm going to sound like a complete... Boo! Hear me out, Will. Will. Two through 28. If the Mets... I already admit it's going to be extremely hard for the Yankees to beat the Astros. Mm. If the Mets were in the playoffs, wouldn't you want the... I would want them to, but as a baseball fan, I my my baseball fan logic would prevail. But as a Met fan, you know damn well I would be going all out. I know, that's what I'm saying. And I, I'm trying to I keep heard the you, rational baseball fan. Correct me if I'm wrong. I heard you having a conversation with Nelly as to why the Dodgers would lose to the Mets if that would happen. Because they, they would. Because <laughs> no. they would. They absolutely. Let me justify this right now. Oh, you just got me riled up. Oh, okay. Okay. So if the Mets were to play the Dodgers in a five-game series, in the division series, let's say hypothetically the Mets win the wild card and they play the Dodgers first round. Yeah. Game one, DeGrom Kershaw. I'm taking DeGrom every day of the week. Two, he's going to get his second Cy Young Award. I'm taking DeGrom every day of the week. And even though this game is going to be in L.A. Game two, Ryu, Syndergaard. I think Thor's going to get lit up a little bit. Dodgers take game two. Okay. Game three, we're at City Field. Yeah. And I don't know if you watched the 2015 postseason, but City Field gets loud. And I'm not just saying that from a Met fan perspective. I'm just saying that place gets wild in the postseason. Not like Coliseum wild, but they get loud. And that said, Stroman against Bueller. I think Mets take that game solely off of home field advantage. Oh, my God. Game four. Game four, let's see. The Mets have a 2-1 lead. Um, Dodgers are going to throw Kershaw again. You know what's funny? The Mets aren't even playoffs. Keep going, though. Okay, Pete Alonso <laughs> broke Aaron Judge's home run record. Okay, and it will get no. I got a story about that, but we'll get back into that later. Uh, game four of that series, Dodgers throw Kershaw again. Mets are stupid and throw Mats. Mets lose. Uh, game five back in L.A. 
DeGrom against Ryu would be an insane game, number one. Yeah. Wait, that happened a couple weeks ago. And uh, Jacob DeGrom throws eight scoreless, and the Mets win. Because he throws Seth Lugo to get the save in the ninth. And the Mets win that series. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You, you didn't think I had that planned out in my head, did you? Oh, I know you had that planned out in your head. Anyway, Dodgers-Yankees World Series. Dodgers-Yankees, I mean... It would be Seve Kershaw round one. That'd be insane. But I, it would be, it would be in Los Angeles, and I, I'm, I'm gonna take the Yankees. And hear me out. Hear me Yankees out. Yankees in seven. Ooh. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Obviously. The Dodgers have a really, really strong lineup. Mm-hmm. That could really beat up on the Yankees starters. Yeah. The Yankees have s- so much better of a bullpen than the Dodgers do. Yes, I can agree with that. Yes. The Dodgers bullpen's very shoddy. Yeah. So with the Yankees bullpen, I really think that they'd be able to take that series solely based off of how deep their bullpen is. And defense and bullpens are the things that go the long way in yes. the postseason. So, yeah, I, I get behind that argument. Yeah. yeah. So, Astros-Braves World Series. Now, hear me out. Yes. Your series is the money series. This is the fun series. Yep. <sighs> Low-key, I'm not watching if the Astros are in it. Wow, you're not even a baseball out. fan at this point. Get off this podcast. <laughs> you're not even a baseball fan. I hate Th- the Astros. This would man. be such a fun. I hate the Yankees, but I'd still watch the World Series. I There's know. only one World Series in my life, and I haven't watched, and that was 2009 when I was in sixth grade, and it was the Phillies and Yankees <laughs> because I couldn't choose, and I didn't want to choose. That's the only World Series I never watched. If I'm not saying if it was Yankees Braves, I'd do the same. I'd still watch, but I'd be very impartial. Yeah. But Braves Astros, man. That'd be a fun. That'd that, be a fun. That'd be ser- a really good series. That'd be a really good series. That'd be a really fun series. Mm-hmm. I would take the Astros in six, though. Yep. And here's why. Mostly because the Astros been there, done that. The Braves are still a very young team. Yep. There's a lot of. I think they're still a very young team, which is why I don't think they'll make it there in the first place. Also, I think they can ride. Experience. Here's the thing: I think they can ride the momentum, but I think on the biggest stage. They're not going to produce as well as they th- yeah. as well as they should, but that's not to say that this team down the line's not going to be there. I think they're going. This isn't go- if they make the World Series this year. It's not the last time they're going to be there. Yeah, and I just I can't believe that it's already here, dude. The Braves literally came out of nowhere. I know, like but I, I they all they, literally all these young guys came up at the same time. I can't believe it's just playoff time already, man. It's so crazy. Season flew by. Hey, it you know really what? Did. At least you get to watch your team. I have to wait till March. Yeah. And here's the thing: you'll actually you have experienced what it's like, but at the same time, you don't know what it's like every year. <laughs> and that's yeah, you get, why you get October's off of stress. No, no, over. it's it's stressful because I'm like, oh, especially especially this year because the Mets won 86 games, which it like that's great. Yeah. But like. You know, if the Mets won like seventy four, like they have in the recent years, I'm like, okay, I don't care as much. But this year, they were so close. Let's let's talk about this now. Transitioning, the Mets win eighty six games, don't mm-hmm. make the playoffs. How fired is Mickey Callaway? Very. 
within the next day or two, you think? So I've been following this very closely. I want Mickey Callaway out. And as I've said before, I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite when I come to this because, like, when Mickey Callaway was hired, I absolutely loved the hiring, and then he turned out to be a jackass. <laughs> so that said, the Mets, they said that within the next couple of days, they're going to start conducting meetings of the higher-ups and Callaway involved about what's going on next. People in the organization have said that they would be quote-unquote shocked if Callaway returns next year. I'd be shocked, too. I would be very shocked and very angry. Yeah. So I but don't... But I could totally see the Mets doing but it. But here's now. the thing, though. If the Mets... Mickey Callaway blew at least five to ten wins for this team. Oh, for sure. For of sure. Poor, of piss-poor ballpen management. Yeah. So if Mickey Callaway isn't the manager... The Mets could make up five to ten wins potentially. I'm not saying they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the potentials there that they could have made up playoffs. five to ten. Then the Mets make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So I think Mickey Callaway's got to go. The guy doesn't know how to manage a ballpen. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem with me. Just I, he's not a fit. Listen, could he have a second round somewhere else? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Maybe in a smaller market, he does well, better. There's a bunch of teams looking for new managers now. <laughs> yeah, there is. So. Let's assess this because a lot's happened managerial wise within the past couple days. Yeah, yeah. The biggest one, Joe Madden out of Chicago. How badly do you want him, bro? I want either him or Girardi, but here's the thing with Madden there's absolutely going to be a bidding war for him. Yeah. Because there's so many spots open. He's going to be managing next year. Oh, for sure. He's going to be managing, but he's going to want a lot, too, man. The only reason he's getting a lot is because. So many teams are going to want him. Yep. He, there, will, there will absolutely be a bidding war. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of excited for that. I think that's going to be really cool. He's the best manager on the market. Oh, at, at far and away. Yeah. Far and away the he's best. Amazing. Man. He does I a really lot of like different. He does a lot of different things, but they work. Yeah, they do. He's so insane. I think that's going to be insane. that's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up. Does Clint Hurdle have a job? How old is he? He's he's really old. he's up. He's he's got to be late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. But here's the thing. He's He's got a good track record. You know, he managed the Rockies I for a like while. He brought the Rockies to a World Series in 07. He brought the Pirates to the playoffs numerous times within the decade. He helped turn that team around. The thing, though, that is going to really halt him, and I uh, not I mentioned this on the podcast where we had technical problems. He's 62. He's 62. Okay, so I mentioned this a while ago, but it's the first time everyone's hearing it. Mm-hmm. But the game managerial-wise is getting younger. Yep. That's good. So he either is going to have to take a significant pay cut or he's not going to manage. Or, yeah, going off of that, the Orioles' new manager this year, they even play MLB baseball. They even make Brandon Hyde, yeah. Yeah. And that's also a new wave. I think it's Brad Ausmus who never played in the MLB. Brad Ausmus played in the MLB for over 15 years. There is another manager, though, who hasn't played in the MLB. I don't think off the top of my head, I can't think of who that is. I I think that's fake news, Will. Late. I I don't think there is, man. I really don't think there is. Unless you prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm going to try to look for it. I think every manager except Hyde, which I can't – I'm not fully sure about that, but I think that every manager has played, and that's a big thing that people want. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you want that big time. I mean, if a guy plays in the minors, they still get it, but they don't get the major league perspective of things. But yeah, Joe McCarthy. I knew 
He's not Manjing wait, no, 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 now. Wait, no, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, no, Will, no, no. That's, wait, no, 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 wait. That's going way I know, back. I know, I know, I know, wait, wait, wait. Way back, brother. Yeah? I thought it was... Well, I, I don't think so, man. I think you're just grasping at straws on this one. Terry Collins is one. Terry Collins was cool. I loved Terry. Uh, Terry Collins was very hit or miss, but I, I liked the fire he brought. Yeah. I'm trying to... Oh, Jim Leland, too. Wow. Jim Leland that. was very good. Yeah, I thought there was another one. I guess I'm wrong. My bad. But anyway. I thought there was another one. So let's see. Right now, four managerial openings. Chicago, Pittsburgh, Angels, because they fired Brad Ausmus after yep. one season. Which is crazy. I'm not surprised. No. Brad Ausmus, not, I, I never thought of him as a good manager. When he first started in Detroit, he got lucky because that's when yep. they were really good. Yep. So he had a good team inherited. But I don't think he was ever a good manager. And then obviously the Padres have an opening because they fired Andy Green. So that's four openings right now. Potentially you could see six because Mickey Calloway could be out. And I, I really think Gabe Kapler is going to be out of Philadelphia after the very, very poor season the Phillies put up with yep. very high expectations. They had extremely high expectations. They, I feel like they made so many moves in the offseason to only do how they think They made moves to address their lineup, yep. but nothing else. I yep. mean, sure, they signed David Robertson, but he got hurt very he quickly. He got hurt, yeah. But very quickly and for the rest of the season. Ballpen, there was nothing. Yeah. Rotation, there was nothing. I mean, Aaron Nola is there, but he didn't even have a great year. No, Jake Arrieta is on the decline. Yeah. Zach Eflin had to be moved to the ballpen. He was pitching so bad. Yeah. So the Phillies, if they want to win, they need to do something in that pitching department because that, that was their downfall. Yeah. So, so I wouldn't be shocked if he got fired. Kind of banking on it too, honestly. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I think um, it's gonna happen. So I think th- I think there's gonna be six managerial openings, which that's do, a lot. Do all six of those have a job next year? Um, Madden or, has a job. I I think Madden's the only one that gets a job out of those six. Really? I think so. again, the game's trending younger. Here's I mean, a, here's the deal. Though. I think Callaway and Kapler at some point get a second chance, but not right away. Girardi. Sure. I want either Girardi or Madden in New York. I think Girardi will get a job. I think for sure Girardi is going to get a job because mm. I don't know. Like, I really didn't think he did a bad job of the Yankees. I think he didn't. He didn't do a bad job. I on think the somebody's going to want him. And now that there's a potential six openings, he'll mm. definitely get one of them. Oh yeah. I and the thing with uh, Girardi too is that I've said this on another podcast. I don't remember which one it was, but. There was a Mets game early in the season where he was commentating for Fox. Mm-hmm. Everything he was saying about what the Mets should be doing differently just made sense. Yep. And I could that's where my big Mets and Girardi like love started. So I, I think he'd be a great I fit. really because everything he says just makes sense. Hear me out. Oh, he's sleepy boy. I could see Madden going to the Mets, but they're gonna have to pay way too much for him. How much is way too much? How much a season? Well, what, what's his contract? Just I don't, I don't know what uh, what a normal manager contract is like. Not a whole lot, not a whole lot of money, but I think Madden was making around five to six million on the Cubs. Okay, if, if I could be wrong on that, but I think I could, that's what I could made. see eight nine range. I could see that if he gets a three year deal, I see that. Yeah, I can. I yeah, but. That, so I could see that impossible. I think that's there. overpaying, but at the same time, for what it's worth, I think the Mets would benefit from that. Uh, 
it depends where he wants to go too. If he uh, wants, he, he 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 can literally choose where he wants to go. Yep. It doesn't come down to a team wanting him. He can choose, and the team will say okay. Yeah. So I think he'll definitely. I mean, there's only, what only one AL team open. As of now, yes. Yeah, I don't think he'll go to the Angels. No. He used to coach with the, with the Angels, and he he was part of the O2 uh, coaching staff, the okay. championship one. But I he definitely wants to go somewhere where he can win for sure. I think out of those teams, I don't know if you're gonna like me saying this, but I think the Mets would have the best chance. No, I agree. I agree. Um, maybe the Pirates, but same. Nah, Pirates are Pirates are on the downturn, I believe. Yeah, but so, so maybe he goes to the Mets or the Pirate. <laughs> the Pirate ship is sinking. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, wow, that was pretty bad. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. So I could see him go to the Mets, or I can see them shooting a little bit lower and Girardi to go to the Mets. Mm-hmm. I think I, one of those two could be. I, I want one or the other. Or the Mets could mess it up and sign like Brad Osmus. If like, they do that, like, I, you know, okay, <laughs> the Mets, the Mets are gonna find a way to tick me off during this because they're gonna be like, oh, final three is Madden, Girardi, and Osmus. Final two is Madden and Osmus, and the Mets have signed Brad Osmus as their new manager to or a four-year contract, or and he's be, gonna be terrible. <laughs> or it could be like some rando, like. It's gonna be Mickey Callaway 2.0. Yeah. Where, I, I, anyway, I'm I'm getting myself worked <laughs> up over here. Um, just to round things off, let's talk about Pete Alonso. All right, so I got a story for you guys. So we're in the hotel in Buffalo Saturday night, and Will's sitting there, and he's like, "Let's put on the Yankee game," and I'm like, "Well, no, let's watch Pete Alonso break history." And he's like, "No, we got to put on the Yankee game." Five minutes later, I get a notification on my phone: Pete Alonso, it's number 53. So to be fair, okay, we were all playing golf battle, so nobody got up to change the TV. Well, that's, we were very in, on an intense golf battle game, but at the same time, you were you were trying to fight for that Yankee game. But I'm like, let's let's break some history. So I don't want to hear it that if if we listened to you, you would have seen him do it because nobody um, got up to change the TV. Well, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying hypothetically. And also, you gave me the whole, oh, well, the Yankees will be in the postseason. Let's watch the postseason team. Let's watch, the, po- yeah. let's watch the postseason team in the regular season. Oh, yeah. And there was, but, there was Yankee what, fans what, in the room to the, back me up. There were Met fans in the room to back me up. Who, Peter Hingle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> Eventually, Eric Lloyd came in the room. Okay. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. On, <laughs> after we had football on. We did have football on. Two very big blowout games. So that's a different story. We <laughs> yeah. had college football no, on. We're, we were watching college football. And I don't like, remember uh, what the games were, but one it, of them was, was like, 24 nothing. One was 42 nothing. Yeah, it was 24 nothing. Oh, let's put it on a better game. I flipped the channel. It's 42 nothing at half. And we're like, okay, <laughs> never oh, mind. No. <laughs> and then we were like, what's the highest scoring game ever? And Rob just gets on his phone. He's like, oh, some team beat Cumberland. 211 to nothing or something. Yeah, which is, yeah, of course. <laughs> it was, right. I think it was like Auburn against Cumberland something. Yeah, or something like that. Um, but yeah, so, Pete Alonso, it's 53. I'm honestly, you're going to hate me for saying this. I'm so happy it happened. Oh, no, I know. That, I know. that gives glad. me so much hope. Like, oh, I bet. Pete Alonso's the next David Wright. Yeah. He, he handles the media well. The fans adore the guy. Yeah. Like, I think he's the next face of the franchise. I think Lifetime Met. I, I think he's the next David Wright. Lifetime Met. Yeah. Wow. Here's the thing. If, How the, do you if, think if the Mets were a smart team, which they really aren't. I'm going to call you out right now. Call Will. me out right now, Will. Here's here's the deal, okay? You Every time I ask you about Aaron Judge, 
Every, you're like, oh, I don't know if the Yankees will keep him. I don't know if he'll be a lifetime Yankee. How do you think I feel? Judge coming off his rookie season, breaking the home run record, holding that 52. I think he's going to be a lifetime Yankee. Pete Alonso, one season on the Mets, breaks the home run record. Oh, he's going to be a lifetime Because you know why? You know why? Why? And I was actually just about to make this argument. but And I would say, if the Mets were smart, which they really aren't, they would pony up right now, give him an eight-year deal. Wow. But see, like, I've... Oh my! I've said the same thing to you about Judge. You're like, oh, but, I don't know, man. But they, have they done it? Have they done it? Not, not yet. They don't have the money for it yet. That, that's that's the thing that's holding them back, though. Is the they're, money? They're totally going to do holding it. Holding back the money. They're totally going to do it, though. I well, they need to free up that money first. Oh, Didi's not going to be on the. On yeah. The okay. Next year. Yeah, Didi, you're still paying Jacoby Ellsbury twenty plus million. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. So. And you still have other big contracts you have to work with. Was Aaron Hicks a seven-year, $70 million Hell deal worth no. it? Exactly. You have that Hell kind of no. money on the books that you have to worry about right now. The, next year, next year, the this. Mets lose David Wright's contract and Cespedes' yep. contract. That's that's that's, that's freeing up almost $60 million But right I could totally see the Yankees still do it. Even, even if they don't have the money space for it, I could totally see them doing it. For sure, man. I mean, I think as time goes on, it could be more and more realistic. Mm-hmm. But I think... In comparison, you're definitely going to disagree with me. In comparison, if, like, let's say Alonzo signs long-term, let's say Judge signs long-term, it's going to hurt the Yankees more because they're already big spenders. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you do agree with me on that. Okay, okay. But you know where I'm coming from, I know right? exactly where I you're had coming. to call you I just you got out. under your skin so much. Yeah, you yeah, did. I did. I had to call Because yeah. I've said all these times to you about Judge, and you're like, oh, I don't know, man. You said the same effing thing about Alonzo coming off his rookie – I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> okay. We're switching gears now. Colin JV. Best. W- I was, <laughs> I was talking with Peter Engel on our car ride back about this because I made a post on the Oni boys account a while back about how like Colin JV could be the best one to ever. I think they are. They like for a se- single season, they had the best one and twos ever. They were one and two in wins, one and two in strikeouts, one and two in opponent average, one and two in whip. They are the best one to to ever pitch in a single season together. Yeah, and uh, just this week, it might have, like back to back games. I think Verlander got three thousand Ks, mm-hmm. and Garrett Cole had ten starts in a row with ten or more strikeouts. That's that's literally insane. <laughs> like the whatever the Astros are doing, they're doing it right. Yeah, like, you have your suspicions on why the Astros pitching. Hear me out, okay? okay? Okay. I'm in my baseball coaching class learning about pitching mechanics and like the slide right before we started. No, no, during the presentation, like it was like this. I forgot to tell you this. It was like this old PowerPoint. Dontrell Willis was oh, on it. <laughs> Will, you just got me. Dude, they had the all OG. These, they had all these old pitchers on it and everything. Who else? Do you remember or anyone they, else? They had JB. They had JV from the the uh, Tigers on there, like a young JV. Yes. Like, well, what what years are we talking right now? Like, what what year of pitchers were? Well, who else was on here? I'm really like in this. I forget. Was, I was just... like a Jake Peavy on there? Was a Bronson no. Arroyo on there? Um, he he was on the he was Roy Oswalt was on oh, there. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, but the sort of thing from jv it sounds so mid-2000s like, yeah. and i'm about it was it. like yeah he's on the astros now and then some kid was like 
yeah, whatever the Astros are doing, I don't know, man. But, like, he kind of said the same thing. Like, I'm not the only one thinking You're not this. the only one that thinks that. But, like, I kind of I, – I mentioned this on one podcast, too. Like, MLB Network did this thing on the Astros pitchers where, like, they really – it was after Aaron Sanchez's first start when they had the combined no-hitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, they – what the Astros do is that they have the pitchers focus on not four yeah. or five pitches. They have them focus on one, and they throw that a lot. Like, look, look at Garrett Cole's curveball. Yeah, oh, my he, God. He, they worked on him throwing his curveball and literally perfecting it. So that way – He makes perfected his – his curveball is absolutely He insane. perfected it to make his other pitches look better. Yep. So, like, that curveball is a big weapon. And even though he hasn't done – even though he's kind of thrown the same things in Pittsburgh, now because he worked on his curveball exclusively – that makes his other pitches better. I'm just, it's going to be insane to watch him the playoff. That's so, like, not even fair. Mm-hmm. Like, other, te- other teams have to start doing that. Like, I know. Got to focus in on that one pitch. Um, little, little bit on the sad side. Felix Hernandez, man. That was, so, listen, he hasn't been a good pitcher for a few years, but that, what Seattle really just, they showed up that night. They did. And that, honestly, that, that hurt the heart to see him yeah. walk off that mound. Kings Court was there for one final time wearing mm-hmm. their yellow with their signs. Like, I and here's the thing: like a guy like that, you know, normally you spend your entire career with one team, you retire. Guy's only 33. Yeah. He says he wants to pitch next year. It's gonna be really weird seeing him pitch somewhere else. Yeah, but it if confirmed he, not on the Mariners though. You, the only way he comes back to the Mariners is like minor league deal if he doesn't sign anywhere else. Yeah. But the th- the other thing with that too, is that like. I don't know where he would go because he's he hasn't produced the past few seasons. Yeah, no, he really hasn't. He he has to settle he has to settle for a minor league deal. Yeah. He has to fight his way onto a roster because he's been hurt and he hasn't had an ERA below 5. I mean, look at Gio Gonzalez. Gio Gonzalez I think is on the tail end of his career. Oh yeah, I think I really think he is. So Man, so that that was sad. he was really sad. He he cried. Oh, uh, he yeah. absolutely cried. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't blame him like you know, it's the only. This guy comes over from Venezuela, makes his major league debut at 18. This is all he's known for yeah. the major, for literally the majority of his life. Yeah. Like you got to figure, he got signed at 16, makes his debut at 18. Yeah. He, this yeah. is what he's known. Yeah. So it's it's definitely got to be really hard on him and his family. But wrapping up the podcast. All right. <laughs> L- listen, we talked about this in Buffalo. The Orioles. We're at nine wins. Yep. And Pat Mahomes was at 10 touchdowns. Yep. The Orioles had every opportunity to tie because uh-huh. Pat Mahomes did not throw a touchdown on Matt, Sunday. Pat Mahomes against the freaking Lions. And, you know, I, I'm surprised that nothing happened in that game. But the fact that Pat Mahomes still beats the Orioles. I'm not surprised at I'm not surprised. Dude, so for those of you who haven't been listening... Pat Mahomes scored more touchdowns in September than the Orioles had wins. We can confirm. Can confirm. Next week, I want to whip up something new in that regard. I just don't know what it's going to sure. be. Um, yeah, it was it was weird, though. Pat Mahomes had an off week. Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown this week. Oh, here he we threw go. an interception. I mean, the Colts lost to the Raiders, so it was just a really weird week this week in football. Oh, that Colts player uh, that got hit mm. by the Raiders player? Yeah. The Raiders player got suspended. Really? Oh, yeah, I saw the headline on that. For yeah. the whole season. The I oh wait, it's the whole season? Yes. I didn't I just saw the headline. I didn't see it was the no, whole season though. He got suspended for the whole season. Wow. Which like looking at I, I had a look at the hit today. Mm-hmm. He he 
the guy got up right away. It wasn't even like a it wasn't a hit. it wasn't a bad hit, but it was too obvious of a hit. It was a it was a dirty hit. Yeah, it wasn't a career ending hit. You know, no, it, but it, it was definitely a dirty hit. I'll yeah, say that. So you saw it. Yeah, yeah, dirty, but not not no injury. Like if this I don't is a. Think- I don't think it's just suspended for the whole season. Hit. That's that's yeah, that's that's too much. Yeah. Suspend him for a game or two. More for the whole season. That's, that's pushing it. This is why NFL is dying because they're they're pulling shit like unless this. they're. This is also to... like the third or fourth podcast in a row where we talked football yeah. at the end. Maybe he'll try to appeal it and absolutely get it, and get it lowered. I I absolutely. But I really happen. don't understand unless they're trying to make a statement. By suspending N- him for the whole season. NFL is really just screwing up at this point. Roger Goodell is an idiot. I will go on air and say yes. that. I want to buy the shirt, the clown shirt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the barstool one. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the move because he's a clown. Yeah. I, it's, so, well, it's self-explanatory. I hate him so much. It's not even funny. I think every football fan does. Yeah. But yeah, we, we always end it so weird. <laughs> we we, we never so know weird. how to end these things. No. Anything? I don't think we missed anything else. If we did, I'm sorry. But yeah, you got a full load of our postseason Wait, real, predictions. Real quick, I posted this. I don't think we even talked about it. I just want to bring this up real quick. Okay. This really made me laugh. Okay. When Mike Miner got his 200 oh, strikeout. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mike Miner got his 200 strikeout the other day. Mm-hmm. And Pete Abram, who I guess everyone hates, he's an analyst. Mm. He he said, "Oh, because." It wouldn't have been his 200 strikeout, but they purposely dropped the the foul ball, and then he got his 200 and then he strikeout. Got it. So Mike Miner's 200 strikeout should have a big asterisk. That was Bush chasing a milestone that way is unprofessional. And Mike Miner <laughs> commented on his post, "Ask me if I care, Pete." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's awesome. That's freaking. Great. I just want to mention this one last time. I saw like a follow up tweet to that like a quoted tweet and it was a Met fan being like Pete O'Brien take notes because in David Wright's last game in his last at bat, it's a pop-up foul Marlins first baseman Pete O'Brien catches it doesn't <laughs> let it drop in his oh last at bat so yeah that that hurts that's funny that hurts that's funny yeah, that, uh, yeah. that's think, the pod I think we're done that's the pod uh catch us next week Mike, Mike Nunn's. Mike, Mike th- listen, I'm telling you guys right now, Mike Nunn's is going to have some really hot takes. Yes. So please listen to that one. Yes. That's going to be a very fiery episode. Um, If you haven't listened to our most recent focus, go listen to it. I don't know when we're doing another one. We'll figure that one out in time. If you guys have any suggestions on another one, please DM us on Instagram at the Oni Boys. Uh, there we go. Plug the Instagram hey, as always. Speaking of the Instagram, Instagram, we're really trying to do some special stuff in the works for mm. you guys. Oh, yeah. I... I I know I drew up something pretty cool to bring the brackets back, but I'll, I'll get something going on that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But I do have something cool down the line coming that I'm working on that I'm re- I'm actually really excited about that one. Yeah. You saw me working on it the I, other I day. I was. I was. I, I'm really excited. excited about that one. That one's going to be a lot of fun. And then next next episode, we should do our awards for the season. Mm, yes. And have Mike. You know let's do that. Let's have, oh, yeah. We'll do it with Mike. Do All right. Mike. Or, or do you want to do, uh, do focus. focus on our awards? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll we, we can still ask Mike Nunn's his takes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. All right. See you guys in the next one. Later.